Ladies and gentlemen, introducing Xbox One. TV experience. TV. TV and movies. TV. Xbox. Watch TV. 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 Watch TV. TV. TV and TV remote. TV experience. TV. 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 Sports TV. 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 Anybody? TV. 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 Xbox. Go home. TV. 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 Sports. 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 Television. Television. TV. Television. Television, 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 TV, TV, TV. Xbox is about to become the next water cooler. Sports, television, television, television. I'm thrilled to announce a live action Halo television series. Television, TV, sports, sports, sports. Television, TV, 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 TV. For Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty, an entirely new Call of Duty for the next generation. Call of Duty, 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 Call of Duty. One of the fascinating new additions to your squad is a dog. This is someone you care about. Call of Duty, 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 Call of Duty. All of the new story elements. Call of Duty, 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 Call of Duty. Our new dog model is taken from high-resolution scans of an actual SEAL Team service dog. Call of Duty, Call of Duty, Call of Duty. Xbox, go home. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Nerdtastic in 3D, episode number 67. <laughs> I don't know, I put 63. We're 60-something. I think we're 64. It's, hey, we're just Actually, we're going to change the name to Nerdtastic in 3D1. <laughs> Starting over, it's like the first comic. Right, guys? Yep. Standing? No. Nerdtastic now? <laughs> if you're just joining us, if you're joining us for the first time, Nerdtastic in 3D is an entertainment industry podcast, and uh, we are a bunch of entertainment industry veterans that uh, work all over the place talking to you about anything and everything that we find entertaining and or nerdy. My name is Jason Carter. I work for uh, Walt Disney Studios. Uh, Josh Brutt, and I work at DreamWorks Animation. Jason Pecco, I work at Disney Mobile. Sean Fennell, I work at DreamWorks Animation. Sean Kearney, I work for No Man, but but I uh, but I work at, at Disney Mobile. <coughs> Adam McFarland, I work on the U.S. version of Top Gear. Not just work, you're a producer. Produce. I do some stuff. There. You're the top Top Gear. Hey, oh, good time. that's a lot. Joke, 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 joke. <laughs> <I've>, <laughs> I, I wear the Top Gear hat out sometimes. Yeah, the top, any, top hat. The top hat. And anytime somebody ha- looks at it and they go. U.S. or British? Yeah. And I'm like, oh, this is from the U.S. show. They go, ah! Yeah. And then they, like, <laughs> shoot me away line. like I'm, like, evil. Like, what would like they think if you said up your bum to that question? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> this chick at Best Buy, like, Just I'm buying my bolts. iPads. And she literally, like, that's not from the U.S. version, is it? And I'm like, yes, it is. Like I hate that version. And then you say you were. I'm like, that's all right. It's been just been paying my bills for the last. That's time. right. It hates you. <laughs> like, what? I was like, yeah, I work on it. It hates you. Like, oh well, you know, you know, it's, it's just not as good as the British. Back pedal, back pedal, back pedal. I don't really care. <laughs> <laughs> it's it's buy an iPad. You know. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, you're uh, not like, as good as the British version yeah, either. Aren't we all? So my goodness, do we have an incredible amount of stuff to cover this week? It just was a lot of Xbox. Yeah, it's really not that there, much. <laughs> well, we're not going to talk about that for the that same long, thing. So. There yeah. is surprisingly a lot of other stuff that's uh, Xbox One, Xbox worth Xbox noting. One, Xbox One. <laughs> <laughs> what, like the Halo TV series they announced at the Xbox One event, <laughs> or the new Connect they announced at the Xbox One? About sports at the Xbox One? Oh, what about sports? So let's talk about, about how about dogs? There were a lot of dogs there. Yeah. Let's start off by talking about 
something that was very conveniently timed. We have talked at length on this show about the Unity game engine. And uh, I know that uh, Jay and Sean, you guys have actually used it before. I've developed on it. You guys are, uh, you know, looking at it for future projects probably. And uh, um, something that was really, really fun. This has been an incredible, interesting company to follow from a business standpoint because their product is free. They have a free version and they have a professional version where you get more advanced features. Uh, but it wasn't always free. Um, used to cost $500 or something like that for a seat, I think. And then uh, in 2007, I think it was, they decided it was going to be a free engine. And they went from 16,000 followers to 2 million followers, or 2 million people using it. Uh, so it was this huge explosion of interest. And uh, they have always dreamed – there's an interesting um, – video on the Unity website that talks about their dream has always been to create a, be- a next-gen, like super, super uh, convenient and crisp tool set that you can give to anybody. And the goal there is to allow more people to develop games that maybe wouldn't have developed games before and for people who develop games to make them better, more uh, um, inexpensive, mm-hmm. and uh, you know, hopefully just a better product all around. And so their dream has always been to uh, al- to give a lot of their product away for free. And up until um, Tuesday, yesterday, there were certain products that were free, certain that you had to pay for. They have a $1,500 pro license. And then if you wanted to develop for mobile platforms, <clears throat> it was $400 per uh, platform. So if you wanted to develop for the iOS, you could use the free <clears throat> engine with a $400 add-on, and then you could deploy to iOS. And they announced yesterday that from here here on going forward, all of their mobile offerings are going to be f- just as free as the basic version of their engine. Yeah, they said not only is iOS and Android free, but they said they're preparing a Win8 one. And no. when it's ready, it's free. And BlackBerry. But, uh, <clears throat> and is it worth mentioning? Yeah, no. It's funny because I think Unity is also working on a time machine. And they're going to go back in time to when BlackBerry was relevant. And they're yeah. going to allow <laughs> you to publish that as well. I've noticed that um, I think it was Monday that BlackBerry came out with a tablet also. Mm-hmm. Isn't it called the Playbook? Didn't that come out they like have one. Ago? Yeah, they've had one for a while. But I think they did something. Something new. Something new, like a new tablet. Yeah. yeah. Well, they just uh, <clears throat> changed their name. They're no longer Research in Motion. They're now just BlackBerry. And it bothered the hell out of me because I got a alert from CNN at eight o'clock in the morning one morning, uh, telling me of this. Rim jobs available? Is that the no, nothing CNN? about the Oklahoma R- R- research and tornado? No, 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 not important. You need to know about that. Yeah, you probably heard of that one, but <laughs> that's clever. So and then that was good too. Thank you. You know, I think <laughs> I think there's this is super relevant to you guys. I think if you look at the last five years of what's happened in the game industry. Mobile has had an explosion of growth unlike any other area of the game industry. Now, it may not still be the, the highest grossing for the industry, but it certainly is uh, had this incredible explosion of growth. And I know that's you know the industry you guys are in. And so yeah. for this idea to have a really great tool set available to the masses for free and now to be able to deploy that for free to to that emerging market it's it's really really exciting and and, and i mean like it, like 400 bucks is is not like a huge amount of money f- you know for a developer i guess but for indies like for somebody by themselves who's trying to get into it like that, that it could be a fair amount of money and even for small studios you, you multiply that license by four five six people yeah. uh you know you're taking that off and I, I think that it's just great for the industry in general you can see a lot more cool 
single person, two, three people develop games that are going to come out. It's just crazy that you can, like right now, you can go and for free download a game engine and learn how to use it for free online and make a little game. And the engine you're using and the place you're deploying it to, not only are you using the engine that probably three of the top ten games on the App Store right now used, but you're also deploying it, giving it the same shelf space that those games had. That's pretty crazy, like, thinking back to even, I mean, much less just last gen, but thinking back to, like, the days of, like, the NES, where every game needed, uh, you needed a dev kit, you needed all this stuff, and then you needed to get it approved by Nintendo, and now it's just like, "Eh, just go uh, download this thing on the internet. It's like, how do I use it? Eh, Go look on the internet, and you can see how to use it. But but development, from what I understand, (laughs) I I obviously never developed for NES, but uh, um, development's much like it was back then, where it was a single single programmer could create an entire (laughs) game by himself. And now with this mobile and Unity and all the information available, I mean, you probably could create a game completely by yourself. I mean, obviously, you know, people have different talents. You won't probably want to make the best product possible and bring other people in, but still, like, it's possible. Yeah, no, and just the fact that, like, even then, like, the small teams, like, just that the tools are so accessible now is... Yeah, like, you don't have to spend time. You don't have to spend money on middleware. You don't have to spend time (laughs) building your own software. You just start... All you need, you need a computer. Mm-hmm. And that's it. Yeah. That's all you need. And you don't even need a necessarily powerful computer. Yeah, it's no, like, it's true. I'm waiting for all the Japanese and South Korean, North Korean high school kids to get a hold of this and just start busting out crazy yeah. shit. Well, so and so this, I did have two thoughts. One, Racist. how awesome is this that it's a product that, you know, I develop games myself, you know, as a hobby, but $400, it's, you know, that's, as a single person, that's not a, uh, a single developer. I mean, it's not a cheap thing to do as right. a company not that big a deal but so the fact that it's free is huge but the second thing i was thinking about is so what does this mean we're gonna suddenly have because the app store is just <clears throat> flooded flooded with let's be honest a lot of subpar games yeah mm-hmm. so are we just gonna see that grow exponentially yeah. Uh, yeah, I, yeah. I don't There's know still a barrier of entry yeah. to make a game with you like the fact that the tools there is great but it's like you still need to learn how to program. Like, it's not, like, a easy drag-and-drop sort of thing. Yeah, and on top of that, like, how how often do you go and search through the App Store anyway? Like, you usually look at the featured stuff or you read blogs and the blogs tell you what to look for, but you're not just, like, kind of combing through the App Store. So I think as long as they're still, you know, the top 100 and all that stuff, like, those things will, will filter to the top if they're good, or certain websites will pick them up. Right. You know. It's also important to note that uh, apparently the Ouya guys um, have been going around, the people selling the Ouya, the Android console that's coming out next month, they've been going around and saying that their big push for indies is they're saying, we're going to do a better job of filtering and curating where our apps are. Because that is the, app, the Apple App Store, uh, like, strangely enough, or... It's probably a terrible thing. does an even better job than Android. There's a thing on Kotaku today about how the Android App Store has two games. Like in their, if you look at their top apps right now, they have uh, what is it? They have one big like a Fast and the Furious game and a Sonic game, and then they have a game called Strip My Teen Three. It's a softcore porn game, and they're in the same list. And this is one that has a game that's been downloaded, you know, 100,000 times next to the Strip My Team game that's been downloaded 100 times. Sean, look it up. <clears throat> and it's like they're on Download the same the list. So we know what's going on. <laughs> yeah, we all have apples and Sean's the only one that's got <laughs> yeah, an Android. I can't it out. So 
I should have specified there's going to be an incredible amount of game industry talk because there's been a lot of interesting things happening in the game industry. So uh, we talked about mobile, some really exciting stuff there. I did want to um, talk to you guys about – so last week, um, Aaron Greenberg, who's the chief of staff for the uh, interactive and entertainment business for Microsoft, released some numbers that I found pretty staggering. Um, Jay and Sean, you guys might already know this, but um, last year in 2012, worldwide, $65 billion was spent on games in the gaming industry. $65 billion. And I can't get my $1 million. Really? <laughs> That's not asking much. I know. So of that, it breaks down uh, in the following – Eight billion went to um, social games and browser-based games. Eight billion went to handheld, which is like the DS, the Vita, things of that nature. Ten billion to the mobile and tablet market. Twelve billion to PC, and a staggering twenty-seven billion to consoles. <clears throat> huge, huge, huge numbers, and just incredible growth. Again, and we are still technically in a recession. Yeah. That's amazing to me, those numbers. Amazing to me. And we're at the end of a console life cycle, too. So Next yeah. year is going to be ridiculous. Yeah. It's yeah. like, imagine next year when everybody's buying consoles. Yeah. And, and I mean, like, you look at the numbers <clears throat> for, like, a game like Candy Crush, that's, like, $2 million a day. Yeah. Like, really? Like, the $10 billion here in mobile is probably going to be $16 billion next yeah. year. Yeah. Easy. Yeah. For sure. <clears throat> um, so I promised uh, two weeks ago that I would talk um, some specifics about a fun thing that I've been involved in. And so we're going to move from mobile to tabletop games. Mm. Like, you mean like tablet, tablet games? Tablet games. That you yeah, put definitely. on your tabletop? Yes. Gotcha. It's a phone that sits on your table. Mm. Yeah. So uh, I mentioned again two weeks ago that I have been involved in a really exciting card game that I've been developing with a good a uh, good friend of mine here at work, and uh, it's called What the Food. What the Food? WGF. And we... Uh, that throws me off when I see it on Facebook. We, I, th- <laughs> I think I announced that we were about to start a Kickstarter campaign to uh, kick it off. Hey, there it is. And uh, we have done that, and I am very, very happy to say that uh, we are looking for $12,000 to get this game kind of funded. Again, the game has been... Ma- it's already made, so we are just looking for... Uh, the printing costs, basically, the cost to kind of get everything printed so that and we can... walk around town money, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, actually, truth, bones. truthfully, bones the shoes. at this point, we just want to get the game made. And so you. the uh, dollar amount we're asking for is solely just to get the game made, honestly. That covers uh, just... Uh, printing costs, pretty much, and uh, you know, cost for uh, a little bit of shipping here and there for some some people, but it's um uh, it's really exciting. So we launched, uh, oh gosh, thirteen days ago, is that right? No, ten days ago, ten days ago, somewhere in that range. And um, we're looking for twelve thousand dollars, and as of today, we have raised ten thousand five hundred and seventy dollars. So we are uh, well done, sir. Thank you. So we're like eighty-ish percent of the way there. Have you? Put any money in? I have, yeah, I've pledged. I, I have. Have you? What? <laughs> <laughs> the food. Uh, so I wanted to. Uh, I neither confirm nor deny. I first wanted to say <laughs> thank you so much from the bottom of my heart for everybody who's participated in this. I really do appreciate it. You're welcome. You're welcome tomorrow. <laughs> You're welcome. 
Um, you should know I have a copy here with me. The instruction booklet has been updated appropriately. Not that accurately. To include all the necessary people. A couple of sp- factual and spelling errors. If, if factual? Was there an E left out of Kearney? <laughs> no, it no, just says Kearney. Oh, okay. uh, but I did want to talk to you a little bit about some of the uh, uh, levels. So what, what you can kind of pledge at for the game, kind of what you get for that. Um, so bear, bear with me for a second. But you can pledge a dollar. We'll skip that one. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Thank you, now, all dollar you pledgers. Do you less than that? <laughs> How many people have pledged a dollar? Uh, we have ten. Wow. Ten people. Right. So, $10. Uh, so uh, That's no. some walking around money. <laughs> <laughs> Not walking around far, but a little bit. Just <laughs> walking tacos. around your bedroom. Exactly. Uh, some Doritos. Basically, basically, that's a chance for you to get all, all the updates and just kind of stay on top of what's going on. You can almost and, uh, go see a movie with that. You know, thank you to thank Matt, you to Matt, 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 well. go to Matt Nate. Matt Not sure. a 3D movie. No popcorn. So the uh, the basic uh, <laughs> the basic kind of level was uh, $20, $20, $20, which uh, we it allows you uh, – gets you a copy of the game. Um, the hottest thing since sliced bread was dipped in turkey gravy, pickled for good measure. I can't read all these. <laughs> uh, man, that's too funny. I'm going to laugh too hard while reading it. So this is basically a, a copy of the game. Then uh, there's – for $25, there's a cherry on top, which is the special edition of the game. Um, it includes um, uh, extra it's characters. All, it's got all those special ed kids in it. <laughs> that's <laughs> <laughs> funny it's, and it's, offensive. Yeah. yeah. He could be special ed. <laughs> yeah. He's like literally yes. ed. Yeah. Special ed. That's so awesome. Oh, looks like we're not ready to rush this it's game to oh, okay. <laughs> That is a secret <laughs> character now. Yeah. Special ed. Let's get yeah. Pete on. So Pete! <laughs> Let's get Peter in here. It's so offensive. How do, I, how do I create a character? What's the tier? Yeah, what do I all... <laughs> we're getting there. Yes. We're getting there. Now's your chance. Let's so give you a get... dollar to your, your cause. <laughs> <laughs> I'm kickstarting. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> a way to make a character. In your game. I've just heard from the, the from the lead game designer who said, as a disclaimer, this game does not currently involve targeting special ed kids. Uh, <laughs> you so, just get a message. So the special edition of the game gets uh, Hippie Pippy, Mean Gene, and Clark Nark. Um, Nark. Uh, so then uh, you upgrade to thirty-five dollars. It's Catch of the Day. You get the uh, special edition and the rarest character of all. Undead. Drop Dead Fred. Undead. Drop Dead? Undead Fred. Undead. <laughs> Drop Special Dead Fred. <laughs> From the movie. <laughs> Love Special that movie. Uh, 50 bucks, all a mode. This is for LA people only. No joke. You get the uh, special edition. Hand delivered. Plus, you get the zombie. Plus, you get a homemade pie hand delivered to you. No joke. What, what kind of pie was that? Uh, you can have your choice of apple, pecan, or pumpkin. Wait, which mm. tier was this? This is 50 bucks. How big of a pie? Standard pie size, right? We're talking uh, we're smaller than the hundred level. That's the one I got. Level pie there's a wait. Pie? There's another pie. At no, I'm bucks? totally kidding. <laughs> what totally if someone kidding. allergic to pie gets that and you hand deliver it and then you get charged for uh, murder later? You you, you uh. have your choice. Actually, there's a fourth option in there, which is pie chart. Oh, yeah, good. yeah, we'll so draw you a pie chart. Good. Really? How big of a pie chart? Uh, how big would you be interested in? I don't know, tabletop would, probably? If you got $50, wait, can you draw a special edition of the game. How large yeah. of a pie chart a you want? Wait, hand delivered? What if they live in Canada? No, no LA, LA, LA only. only did shit. Oh. Were you listening? LA no, County? I wasn't. Are we talking about LA County? City I was looking of at the LA? next topic. This says what are we talking? LA, Los Angeles area only. So, so wait, if you don't that live, if you live in Canada, you just don't even get it? You don't even not hand deliver it and just send them it or a gift certificate? How are you going to send a pie, dude? What? Are you kidding me? We got a flash freezing. Look, I'll yeah. tell you what. I'll tell you what. I'll make you a promise. If you live internationally and you're yeah. interested in a pie, we will make a pie chart available to you. Boo. That's, that's I think that's fair. Fair is fair. Fair is <laughs> no. fair. I'm telling you. 
Uh, so uh, I'm, flash so, I'm so concerned it. about like the fifty dollars. That doesn't. That's probably not going to cover his gas. Like. And the game and the ingredients to make it's fifteen bucks really more than the the thirty five. Yeah, but plenty. how much how much does cake uh, pie? Well, now what about cake? Well, that's what all the walking around money's for. <laughs> I like that you just got um, completely sidetracked by <laughs> your. Own. Okay, so anyway, so for another fifty dollars, uh, I'm so sorry, no cake. This uh, this is a different different fifty dollar thing uh, level. You can get uh, what the food, all the special characters plus Fred, and an online opportunity to meet and talk with the members of the What the Food team, Google Hangout style. So if any of you guys are interested in talking what? to me, so yeah. not worth it. Do you get the pie? <laughs> so not worth it. Do you get the pie with it? Yeah, no, that's no. that's not no pie. Wait a no second. Pie. That's in so case you're allergic to pie. So you think that you uh, talking you over the internet is this at the same level of having a, a pie delivered by you in person? <laughs> Look, I'm saying there's advantages to living in Los Angeles near the game creators. That's what, that's what we're saying. All right. Okay. And there's disadvantages to talking to you <laughs> online. <laughs> <laughs> are you saying that that people should? charge us for this service? I think that there should be a refund if <laughs> yeah. you buy that one. Okay, fine. I won't participate. You can oh, talk to the, to the game designer. Alright. Uh, so $75 is the works. It's a special edition of the food plus Fred. Signed by the game designer. That's Peter. Um, not by me because I didn't technically design the game. And, uh, and you'll also receive every other possible food and topping card in the reward tier. So but there's no a bunch pie. of the pie. Card. You, you get a the, pie card. The pie is... <laughs> Specific to that one level. We're moving on. Although the pie chart will be available. Peter's, Peter's already making that now. I guarantee it. Uh, so $125. Does get the same pie chart? What? Like, would everybody get the same pie chart or is it a different pie chart? Yes. Mm. It's the same pie chart. Mm. And it says it's drawn in half. And it says yellow, red. And then times I'm happy, colored, times I'm not wearing No, pants. they're just colored yellow and <laughs> That's red. a Venn diagram. That's a Venn diagram. <laughs> okay. They never, <laughs> they never intersect. So... Um, <laughs> $125, dinner for two, everything at the works level, signed edition of the of the game. Bonuses and an opportunity to put you and a loved one's name on an actual card in the standard edition of the game. What a loved one's name would that – could you use special ed? Do we want to blow it that early? Uh, it's, no, it's just – it's a – like here's an example. Like if you there was a tree in the background, you could have a heart with your initials and your lady friend or male friend, whatever it may be. J- Jay loves special ed? Yes. Mm-hmm. S- S-E. Forever. Forever. <laughs> $150 is a chef's chef special, everything at the works, uh, and the opportunity to co-design two food cards, a topping, a um, oh, condition card. We're getting there. We're getting <laughs> to the sweet zone. We know what's coming up here. $200. <laughs> no pie. <laughs> $200. 10 signed special edition copies at the what works level. What are going to do with 10? Give them out, man. To your friends. Can I sell them? Can Mix you get them? <laughs> Can I sell them for a markup? Wait, so 10, <laughs> 10 for 200? 10 and how much two. is it for one? 20. 20. So there's no discount there. <laughs> <laughs> but these... <laughs> but... But but they're signed and stuff. I'm so genuinely <laughs> no, no. shocked. I'm sorry. How much was it for one special edition signed? One special edition. That's the one that got you a pie, though. So you got to take that into the bank. Uh, no. Is... Seventy-five dollars. Oh, so there's a discount. Yeah. Okay, okay. I'm just now, what are these things going for on eBay right now? <laughs> Does anybody check that price? It's the so it's not just standard edition. It's the works level copies. Uh, so it's signed seventy-five dollar level copy. So, All right. So I know this is boring you to tears. So so dinner for two copy. I, is that better or worse than the works copy? 
I, I hate you sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> Soup to nuts, everything at the works Soup level. Soup to nuts. A signed special edition of What the Food and the bonuses and an opportunity to forever name one of the four event card characters. So if like the janitor, uh, you can name the janitor like Special Ed. Petco. Oh, or special at the janitor, I yeah, suppose. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, that seems very mean. You want to be a character. Yeah, I'm going for that game. one, and then I'm letting the internet choose the name. <laughs> I should <Neo> specify. <laughs> there's disclaimers on all of these that the designers get final say. Um, <laughs> and then there's. I don't want my money back. Well, Jay wants his money back. Um, so then, for four hundred fifty dollars, you can design an actual action card, which is one of the thing, the core kind of gameplay mechanics. You can actually design one of those. And then for a thousand dollars, you get to design an actual character yes. to be used in the games. So the way this <laughs> plays down, real fast: on a ten, ten backers at a dollar or more, seventeen backers at twenty, fifty-nine backers at twenty-five, <clears throat> sixty-two at thirty-five, nineteen at fifty, LA, five at fifty. Pies. Other version, yeah. thirteen. Yeah, let's get it. She has to make like hundred and fifty pies. Thirteen, uh, seven at the seventy-five level. Who's three at the hundred twenty-five. Two at the one fifty-six. At the two hundred, and then a very very generous person at the thousand-dollar level. So, okay. how, was there a limit on how many thousands? Uh, yes, there are seven of those. Nice, I'm buying all those up. Yeah. You're welcome to do that. They're all just going to be named Adam. <laughs> You're absolutely welcome. Here. What, okay, six, what would special Ed? I want to know what special Ed's uh, uh, secret thing. His, yeah, his uh, ability would this be. He's going to get offensive. Yeah. What, what would he be? He's going to get offended by. He's wearing a helmet. He gets to deflect at least one thing. No, that's not every offensive. How about like. That's not offensive enough. Nothing affects him because he doesn't know what's going on. Mm, that's just. What's the we got to do more. We really got to dig into what kind of disability. Oh, I get it. I'm not contributing. We really need to dig in. When yeah. he th- when he throws his food, he always hits the target to the left. He always, so who he's aiming at, he always hits the person. To well, the doesn't what's the, s- what's the cross eyed cross eyed I mean, Steve? Doesn't the spin one? Well, who's the spin one? <coughs> spin character Carter. Off the spin doctor. Uh, Spinny Jenny. Sp- yeah, oh. she, that she does that. Yeah, that already like flies off to her balls. I know. Yeah, so what, what can't they do? They're super strong. We do know that. <laughs> What's next, everybody? So borderline <laughs> offensive. It's on borderline. Borderline. I know they can uh, throw. They can throw toppings without the actual food. Guys, you're glossing over the fact uh, that they can do, do have game, really, well, really high strength. So they should be, able to throw used as heavier a, amounts of well, things. whatever the thing is that can't be used that way. They can throw that without the. Did so you guys hear about the just r- a condition? <laughs> yes, sour. <laughs> Are you trying to change the subject? Oh yeah. What are we I'm changing to? <laughs> I saw the video. This video of uh, Super Mario Kart Real Life. Let's talk about That's it. That's good. Let's do Come it. On. Let's talk about it. Before we get an Xbox, dumb. <laughs> <laughs> that was not worthy of all those laughs. It that doesn't even good. rhyme. <laughs> it kind of. It kind of sounds like it a little bit. That was the best you, you could come really up with. It. What could you come up with? Xbox fun. Not no, fun. That's dumb. Xbox. Everybody laugh. <laughs> Xbox no, no one? Oh. <laughs> it's not as cool. Xbox shunned. Yeah. That doesn't rhyme with one all, all of these are dumb. <laughs> yeah, Xbox. That's why I use the word dumb. I like it. Uh, go for it. Xbox all right. Nuts. Well. you in the bum. So, couple couple Xbox. people. Run! <laughs> 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 it doesn't make any sense. You can either run towards it or away from it. Don't matter. <laughs> 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 it so, makes no 
sense. Uh, that's Love awesome. it. So okay. I, I was sitting on the toilet flipping through Popular Science the other day, and I came across this article about super real Did we need the cart. toilet part? Yes. Uh, <laughs> crucial that's detail. part of the story. That was probably where the inspiration <laughs> for it came from. Yeah, yeah, I mean, somebody else story. probably had the same. Later. Yeah. I could drive this toilet thing. around and throw food at people. Yeah, Perfect. I mean, that's probably going to be one of the vehicles. After it's been digested food? Maybe. Yeah, it's just poop. All right, anyway. Uh, so there is an article in the last month's uh, issue of Popular Science, people who still get magazines in the mail. Um, and <laughs> they basically do these four dudes. Uh, I don't know where they work. They work for some researching company. Made a real life Mario Kart. They, they Hunter went, Smith of Waterloo Labs. There you go, Waterloo Labs. That's what it's called. Um, but they they, they got a, a go kart and they found some some guy who had owned a go karting place and let them use it. And they rigged up this go kart with uh, you know an Arduino and a you know air cannon and a RFIDs and a bunch of other stuff. And they basically made a real life. Super Mario Kart. So like, awesome. when is that coming out that's to the for everybody? Because that is that's that's freaking rad. When is Google know? putting that shit in their car? Yeah. <clears throat> so <laughs> every day could be Mario Kart day. Like they they, they like they cre- they put like uh, RFIDs into plushies, so cool. and then they like it, there was one they, they modified the um, the uh, steering so that like if one RFID tag hit the car, it could like lock up the steering, so then they couldn't turn, or it could hit the brakes, or it could. Make the turning go like opposite. Yeah, you know why they people don't do that? Because that's incredibly dangerous. No, dude, closed, just put a bunch of bumpers on, on it. Course. Course. Yeah, it's on a closed, closed course. Little, yeah. How the many people die in you? NASCAR races? No, on go karts. Not like go karts. Like you go not, to like K one racing. Not many actually. I would no. pay a hundred dollars for an hour of that. I'd pay a hundred dollars to watch you die doing that. <laughs> I could see kickstarting that for a buck. Yeah, let's get it going. <laughs> let's throw a dollar at that. No, you can give more than a buck, Adam. What? Anyways, I thought that was awesome, what? and I wanted to tell everybody about it. So, so where does do the poop? So, come what are? Play? Is there a list of things that it'll do? Like it'll lock up the steering. Yeah. So yeah, it makes was, you slip. Does it, it, so there, there's four. There was uh, uh there was the boost. <laughs> so basically, every go kart has a governor on it, and when you get the boost, it takes that off, so you can go like. Hey, governor. <laughs> It's got a governor on it. Just jumps off. Uh, <laughs> I'll top off, yeah. The uh, uh, there's that. There's the uh, the one that basic. I think it like turns your steering left and or it turns your steering steering into the right wall. There's one that hits the brakes automatically, and then uh, there's one that is the star basically, which makes everybody else's brakes get hit, and you get the boost. You get the, you get to go to 100 percent. So here's the. Uh, sorry, I just found it. So the red shell slows down a driver and jams the steering. Air pistons attached to the front wheels, tie rods lock in place, while another piston depresses the brake pedal. Yeah. So you, it basically <laughs> like spins you out. Uh, the green cool. shell. With, uh, these are all the RFID things. So if you get hit with a quote-unquote green shell, a driver who captures a green shell can stuff it into an air cannon and then launch it toward an opponent to fully stop his ca- cart. Like, they have to literally like try to grab things? Or is it yeah, like you have to pick them up it, as you're driving. Are they like, hanging them above no, like, so you can reach up like, in the like cool. thing suspended above? Where are they doing this? How is it they... some, somebody's go-kart track that they – Where? What? I think, I think, I think my it's in favorite, Texas. My favorite part of the What's line was – Or California. Did you say there was interns that did it too? Yeah, like, they, they were just, interns. So my favorite part – That was their job. They were interns and they were like, you guys should do this. This is my favorite quote. We weren't entirely sure how we were going to do it, says intern Tim Lynch, but we said – Okay, we need to do this. <laughs> uh, so a pla- Tim's going places. <laughs> a plastic banana. Not where he has to write or talk. A plastic banana causes one tie rod piston to contract and another to expand, forcing the front wheels to the right on the left aiming track. 
So like if it, if it, turn. If it left oh. turn, it takes Adam, the don't right. you cause something to contract and expand with a plastic banana sometimes? Uh, so a mushroom, <laughs> normally a spring prevents the we throttle lever from opening more than 85%. <laughs> and the RFID tag in the plush mushroom triggers the a servo motor to pull plush the mushroom. lever, enabling the driver to reach speeds of nearly 35 miles per hour. It, don't you use your plush mushroom too, Adam? <laughs> <laughs> Never together. Plush mushroom head. Never I, I think, together. I, I'm not 100% sure, but this is in the DIY section of Popular Science, so they may have plans up on their website. I'm not sure. Then this is awesome, actually. How do you the, get one of these swag research jobs, by the way? Seriously, <laughs> let me get that. you got to be willing to work for free. If you are lucky. And <laughs> travel to wherever this is and work swag. for free. I said swag. If free. you're the lucky driver who grabs the plush star, it tempor- temporarily fully opens the throttle and disables all the other carts while you're yeah. going around. It's brilliant. It's badass, isn't it? Yeah, like, I play like like which is the one that you're going to tase people? Is that um, one? That's <clears throat> the real-life Call of Duty. Have you seen Taserball? It's flag football, but everybody's got tasers. That sounds horrible. That sounds horrible. (laughs) It sounds awesome to watch. Yeah, it sounds horrible to play. There's a lot of uh, involuntary bowel releases. (laughs) (laughs) That doesn't sound like a good time. But it is really funny because you watch them, and it's like these kind of like buffed up dudes, and then you get tased, and everybody just does that same. Falling on the ground. <laughs> Everyone looks the it same. Looks tased. So funny. Yeah, don't tase him, bro. <laughs> <laughs> don't tase him, bro. <laughs> Timely, timely reference. Yep. Uh, Sean, did you want to cover a couple things before we get into the gigantic elephant in the room? I can try because I didn't really read the stuff I posted. <laughs> <laughs> he didn't even read. Sean fell, everyone. <laughs> I read some of it. I saw a picture. It looked neat. Actually, these these are posts that came from Matt T, T- on the uh, on the forums. He uh, posted an article that is the Adobe Magic Pen. Not ma- it's not called Magic Pen. What's it called? Someone is XD. Yes. Well, yeah. Adobe whatever. XD. Yeah. So it's a pen that um, connects to the cloud, and you can pretty much take your drawings and so forth with you with the pen as it connects to the cloud, and you can actually have your stuff on all of your devices at the same time. So while you're drawing in their application, if you have like, hey, I need to put that thing that I drew for that other project into this thing, you actually have it in your clipboard already um, associated with that pen. So you can just drop it down, move it around. It's actually really cool. So there's a video on um, on YouTube about it. And then in addition to that, they actually created a, um, they created a ruler device as well, this hardware ruler device, where you can draw perfectly straight lines, perfectly straight arcs, perfectly straight all kinds of different architectural style drawings just with this ruler, which is, um, that part was pretty neat too. So this guy's doing all this stuff on the tablet while he's demoing it. If you watch this video with the sound off, it's, it's just him talking. Pretty much yeah, for, so the first, for the good? first half. But and here, oh, here we go. Here yeah. we go. If you turn the drawing. sound on, apparently it's not just a guy talking. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's still talking. The sound doesn't change the fact he, he, also, he turns into a <laughs> giant rabbit. It also allows for yeah. some interesting context what a, sensitivity. What so as you're drawing with the pen, it knows that you're drawing with the pen. So if you use your finger, you can actually use your finger as an eraser. So you can draw hmm. a line and then be like, oh, I'm just going to erase that line. So you don't have to do any, any mode changes. Draw. Adam, you use your <laughs> finger a lot too, right? <laughs> it doesn't erase. A lot of <laughs> And the other thing that was posted, which I believe was (laughs) from a while ago, if I remember the date on the article um, correctly, was um, some research students, not quite that while ago, um, some research people have, um, are figuring out a way or have figured out a way to embed computer information (coughs) into DNA. 
So they're actually um, going forth with trying to represent MP3s, movies, text files, whatever kind of data that you can represent on the computer as a DNA, which means that storage capacity um, will change pretty radically. Uh, as we all know, DNA is responsible for storing the genetic code of all life on Earth. And um, <coughs> there's a lot of information there. So, you know, they're talking about being able to store every movie that has ever been made on one strand of DNA or not even a whole strand of DNA. But, it's, but here's that, that movie, Adam the movie or whatever. Yeah, so the Adam thing, this is actually different from Adam. And I actually think the Adam thing is going to be even more groundbreaking because oh, DNA is bigger than atoms, obviously, because it's made up of atoms. And I think in the, the, in the me and my Adam, like behind the scenes, they're talking about like, you could represent significant amounts of data with seven atoms. Yeah. So if you can represent um, a good amount of data with seven atoms, imagine the amount that you could represent a as a strand of DNA or any kind of, you know, cubic volume yeah. of atoms is is just it's just mind blowing. I like the idea of there's all these scientists in a room and they're like, yeah, we're doing something. You know, we're way we understand DNA, we understand genetics, and one of them jumps up and goes, oh my god, guys, I've, I've made a discovery. And the rest of the scientists go, what? Have you, have you found a cure for Alzheimer's, for AIDS? Like, what have you done that you've understood with the DNA? And he goes, I could put my entire music <laughs> collection, <laughs> my entire yeah, porn goes, collection in my finger Think about now. it. Think, Think about, about it. Netflix, all right? Now times that by 100. I could fit all those fucking movies in DNA. And meanwhile, like, everybody's like, oh, we're trying to cure diseases. <laughs> yeah, we're trying asshole. to create ultra people and yeah. you're saving movies for exactly. the non This is where my people. porn collection is. Yeah. yeah. I can fit. I can fit you can have your porn, porn collection, collection in, in your penis. <laughs> Amazing. I feel like. Could you install a projector <laughs> in there, thing too? ever. Why would you want that? Jason, Jason, Jason. <laughs> <laughs> when someone tells you that you can store things in your penis, you just say, okay. Actually, the first <laughs> So, when I saw the DNA article... I'd kickstart that for the first more thing, than a dollar. The first oh, thing that sure. I thought of when I saw the DNA article was, like, that part in Harry Potter where Dumbledore, like, pulls the memory out of his oh, brain, yeah, and it's, like, that, that strand. So, like, now uh, we can just give... Spoiler. ...mind information <laughs> to each other. That's going to be awkward when that's stored tonight. in your penis. That's going to make a little bit, weird. But I might make, it, have to share might make it awesome. Information. So, Dock him. My penis. Or you can go. You can do it sideways. You can come at it at like an T interface. Think about it. All, the, all <laughs> of the transfer devices will be universal now. Yeah, you're like right. It's going to be universally yeah. transferred. Yeah. Unless it's an Adam's penis, then no, it's never going to make it anywhere. It's not going to be sure Guys, just when transferring data, just make sure to wear protection. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> if I can have a PSA for maybe like a 10-second PSA, just wear protection. Now you can start times. reprogramming dun, 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 other people. Dun, dun. Yeah, you can. Yeah. Are we still talking about weird sex stuff? Weird sex stuff. <laughs> <laughs> so on that note. <laughs> this has been Nertastic. <laughs> right. That's Sean's Venom, Sean Fennell's slightly sleazy news corner. <laughs> <laughs> Chunky. Like turning That's nerdy good. news into something sexual. <laughs> so uh, Ooh, yeah. the big news of... Uh, the biggest the news is probably <laughs> that Xbox this uh, run. <laughs> <laughs> what was that? Xbox what? Xbox <laughs> run. Oh yeah, <laughs> Microsoft. Are we sampling this show yet? <laughs> <sighs> this week, Microsoft announced the next generation console that they've been working on and that we've been uh, spreading rumors about. <laughs> and uh, we were way off. Yeah, we were, <laughs> we were off. so off. <laughs> and uh, and they've na uh, named it the Xbox One, aka the X Bone. 
No. Snapchat. Nope. Yeah, that's what they're calling it. No. That's what every, everybody's calling it on the internet already. Everybody. <laughs> <laughs> saw that. So fetch, Pecco. Everybody. Up on the uh, tweets, people were tweet, <laughs> tweeting. Uh, Don't X-Bone. try to make X-Bone happen. <laughs> that's See, so one, one posted 10 seconds ago. That's so loose, but Okay, Google <laughs> X-Bone. I just so have loose. to say. <laughs> Don't okay, Google on, X-Bone. Okay, it's, it's Sean's account. <laughs> yeah. Wait, you're... <laughs> <laughs> now, is that one word, or is it a dash? No dash? X-Bone. X-Bone thugs. That's the sequel wake to up, Monkey wake Bone. Up, wake up. Hey, Xbox so One. Brendan Fraser in <laughs> X-Bone. Okay, all right. I went, so, I went a completely I hip-hop you. route with it. Here, Twitter search, X-Bone. I told you. Ooh, also, FYI, X-Bone Records, that's a thing. Yeah. All right. I'm on that record. So, <laughs> Microsoft releases, uh, uh, reveals their oh, console the that they've been working on. So this is a next-generation console. <clears throat> um, it's their... What's that sound? It sounds like a dead I'm giraffe. Hearing, I'm hearing screaming. <laughs> it's fine. Just ignore it and okay, go away. Okay, all right. That's what is I always this, do. Is this on your... Never no. mind. All right. So, uh, it's on his X bone. <laughs> <laughs> FYI, you guys, that stands for Xbox One. Yeah, that's yeah we just said that like 15 times. I see. Thank you, Adam. So, the Xbox One. I didn't get it till I saw it in writing. Is Microsoft's attempt. So, we, we have talked about how Microsoft with the 360 has started with the gaming console and then it's migrated into something that is. More than that, it's become the closest thing I think that we have today to a, a, a media PC, you know, a living room PC. Um, you can it's do debatable. Okay, <clears throat> we math can have that debatable. debate. It's math debatable. So uh, Microsoft is full in on this idea that they want to have one device that you can do all of your entertainment in the living room through. Hence the Xbox One. So the sorry, we're looking at Xbox <laughs> Records. <laughs> Lovely. So it is an eight-core CPU, eight gigs of RAM, and a 500-gig hard drive. It comes with... Unremovable. <clears throat> unremovable hard drive. It comes with an HD Connect, a new generation of Connect that has two uh, HD cameras in it, um, as well as a photon light reader. <clears throat> <laughs> Sorry, guys. That was X-Bone Records' uh, latest hit. <laughs> Hold on. Let's just. <laughs> we're we're going to have to pay royalties for this. No, it's okay. They haven't been on Twitter since November 28th of 2012. <laughs> X-Bone. And back to the topic at hand. We'll just let this play softly in the background. <laughs> 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 this one. Oh, yes. What's, what's the price point? <laughs> on this amazing... That was awesome. <laughs> <laughs> I took some digging to find this, that, this guy. This show is not going to continue until Josh can stop laughing. <laughs> Sorry, guys. Uh, so the, the Xbox is... Uh, you can watch TV through it. It has an HDMI pass-through. USB 3 ports. <coughs> USB 3 ports. It has... Um, 4K out. 4K out? Does it really? Yes. We know wow. for sure that it um, 
Well, we'll get to some of the, the stuff that's come out after. But for the announcement, they definitely announced that it is a basically a dual operating system. So one that's primarily made and designed for games, for the gaming console, and then another side which has a, a Windows kernel that allows for uh, you to run apps. But the really interesting part is that they've invested heavily in this idea of you've got two that can be running at the same time, and they've created a linkage in between the two so that you can instantaneously stop a game and and instead of like let me go home and then go to Netflix or let me go through some menus and then go to you can just literally pop to Netflix or pop to TV or so they yeah. demoed that in their thing it's like in, like live pretty much on the fly go here go here go here do this but do this, get this. that Plex app on now yep. that's what I'm saying <laughs> <laughs> yep. yeah my that was one of my first thoughts uh, so some really really interesting stuff that's come out um, before we get to some opinions I think just kind of want to run through some of the um, are you looking at me? Yeah, <laughs> I'm thinking you're going to have some. Uh, some of the interesting opinions. things that have uh, that were announced um, with the reveal. So uh, we know that there are 15 uh, confirmed games for Xbox Ones just from Microsoft Studios alone. Wow. That's launch launch titles. Right? Launch titles. Yep, absolutely. <laughs> they said 15 launch titles. Oh no, not, not from Microsoft Studios. Oh, gotcha. Um, and then. That's a sh- yeah, they're going to be busy. Yeah. <laughs> I hope they start working on those. <laughs> um, it's coming up here soon. We, uh, in the same thing, the same event, the reveal event, they had the new head of a new division of IEB of Microsoft. That's uh, Microsoft Entertainment Studios, which is their... That place is a mess. Is it? No, Microsoft Entertainment Studios, MES. You're an idiot. The place is a mess. <laughs> that's hey. a ja- you know what? I am disappointed because that's a Jason Carter joke if I've I, ever heard one. It's good. You guys I can't like tell it. on camera, but he did smile and nod a little bit. <laughs> um, you can't tell on camera because there is no camera. That's, that's why you can't tell. tell. Duh. So part um, of what I said didn't make sense. <laughs> <laughs> the Xbox Entertainment Studios. Uh, announced with co-op with 343 Industries, the studio behind Halo, and Steven Spielberg have teamed up to do a live-action Halo TV series exclusively for the Xbox. That was a big announcement. That's and you're super, like that. you're super stoked about that, right? Because like your big thing with Halo is the story, right? Absolutely. So this Unbe- is all 100% story, no gameplay. Unbelievably. Take the gameplay excited. out. Um, Screw that gameplay stuff. What we do know is that you, at some point in time, you have to have an interconnect, internet connection for this. Uh, once a day, once a day, you need to connect. Has to the that internet. been confirmed? That's what. Wait, that's what not, I've been neither hearing. Neither confirmed right. nor denied. Yeah. Wait, <laughs> no, it has been confirmed. Do I have to like? I I have to sign it all. Like, it'll like, it'll do it itself. If you're playing a yeah, single like player the, game, right? But yeah. I don't have to be like if I'm not home or whatever. No, that's fine. It'll do it itself. Yeah. Okay. But if you're playing a single player game, a game that conventionally will be played offline. You need to connect to the internet at least once every 24 hours because of the way that it reads um, disks and reads your account. And that, that was – they Kotaku had a whole thing where they were interviewing – I think it was Don Matrick, one of the guys at Microsoft. And he said – He's the yeah, president Every 24 hours. IEB. That worked really well <clears throat> for Battle.net. Um, so one thing that oh, has come out since is that <clears> – <throat> we talked about this before – is that it will not be backwards compatible with any games from the Xbox 360. However, your gamer score, your um, movie purchases, music purchases, 
Um, those will all transfer over. Oh, good. So my X-Bone Records collection yeah. will finally be playable on my X-Bone. I did. I, I've That's been doing cool, some, I'm some quiet research, anyway, and they so. are available in the Zune marketplace still. <laughs> you don't so. do anything quietly, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> I did like them on Facebook. Um, so there's a whole new Xbox Live system that's been um, designed. So they, they went from like 3,000 servers when they first started, and they're up to um, – I think they said 3 million servers worldwide. That I is believe. more than all of the computing power in the world in the year 1999. 97. That, you know 1997. That? It was part of their speech. Yeah, it was. Yeah. Um so some interesting things. But so a couple of other things that have come out is achievements. I'm a TV. I'm a big achievements junkie and so achievements are going to be changeable and dialable based on player behavior. And I think that's a really interesting idea. Uh, we've we've got an opinion. That's almost as bad an idea as sub achievements and trophies on PlayStation. <laughs> well, are trophies thing, on PlayStation just achievements? No, they're worse. And let me tell you why. This is what is great about achievements: is that every game has a thousand or twelve fifty if you have a stupid expansion pack. But a thousand, and that way you know when you pick up a game. When I see somebody with forty thousand achievement points, I go. Wow, they have completely finished the equivalent of 40 games. You know what I mean? And and the fact that you can know, I can look at how much, what's your gamer score? Well, how many points do you have in It gives your score meaning. It's, it's not out of exactly. context. Then. Where now it's like, oh, how many points do you have? Well, I have 500 in Gears of War. Oh, so you need 500 more? Well, actually, Gears of War is 622. So I'm almost beating it. It's There's no consistency there. See, and that's the one thing that they've nailed that every Apple... Sony, Google have all failed in trying to implement it. See, I don't no, think Apple does that. I don't think no, that's the but case. they don't. They don't let. They don't force you to max out yeah, your points. Do. Yes, they do. They're, you have a maximum amount of points that your game can. But they can don't report. Yeah. They, so, but they don't but you, have oh, a minimum. Min- right. Okay. That's the problem. I don't. I don't know that it's true that they're going to depart from the thousand. All that we know officially that I've read yeah. is that what the achievements are. Say they have a list of, hey, here's 50 <clears throat> achievements, and they really only need you to do 20 to get to a 1,000 gamer score. Of the 50, based on your playing style and your – Microsoft can kind of study your habits and kind of say, here are the 20 that apply to you to get, get you Get out of my thousand. living room. Here's the 20 that yeah. apply to you. That's, I, that really that's, developer that's weird. That? That's, that's just crazy to me because it defeats the per- – like uh, achievements are for completionists. And so if you say, like, oh, we're going to give you a subset of achievements, it's like, no, no, no. So I'm a completionist. I want to complete everything. Yeah. That was the whole fucking point of achievements that they nailed so hard. Like, that, to me, was, like, the number one thing, that and the controller. And I'll admit that they did the best job ever, apparently, from what I've read, of changing the controller without changing the controller. But, like, they literally nailed the controller and nailed achievements, and they could have just gone – Hey, uh, same controller, same achievements, and I would have been like, "Yep, you realized what you did right," you yeah. know, for sure. I I do think what's enticing to me about it is there's a lot of with achievement lists. There's a lot of here's a group, a bunch of achievements for beat the story. Here's a bunch of achievements for go try crazy challenges within the story. Here's a bunch of achievements for go play multiplayer. Here's a bunch of achievements for co-op. And it's kind of like we're trying to offer a little bit of something for everybody. But, like, for di- we've talked about this a lot on the show. There are different types of play style. Multiplayer is not for me. So if I could swap out the multiplayer achievements for more single-player achievements, I'd be all about that. 
I will say the one thing that could be improved with achievements, and I hope that since they're doing this revamp, they do, is there should be a badge that you get when you finish the single-player campaign of a game. And I should be able to go to your wall and go, oh, you've beaten all of these games without this 100% achievement bullshit, but go and say, and and all it is is when you've, maybe the developer gets to pick what complete means, but it should be something along the lines of like, oh, I've beaten the core campaign, I get a little badge that says... I beat Mass Effect. I beat Call of Duty. I beat all these games, and I can look at that. Because for me, I don't give a shit about a 1,000 achievements. <clears throat> but I would like people to be able to look, and even me be able to look and go, man, I've finished 26 games and on the 360. In addition to that, your avatar should have the general's jacket that he wears with all of your badges on it. Oh, That's cool. That's fine, yeah. We should build a console. <laughs> <laughs> That's a dumb idea. Don't hey, no, what? You are going to be our lead engineier. We'll just exactly. call it the well, you, want, you want trophies? You want more trophies? Put some vowels no, I think together. trophies are stupid, too. Yeah. I never go for them. Yeah, we'll call it the... Yeah, just a bunch of vowels together. I feel like at least... On, on Sony, I agree with you, and I never even pay attention trophies because they just—they're just things that pop up when I'm playing the game. Like, I, I need don't to even turn know it what off because it's the stupidest thing, and it takes. But it's you probably out the same the thing with, as the the achievements for for Xbox. Like I'm not a completionist in that <laughs> respect, and I don't really even know what I'm doing when I get achievements. Like you got this stupidly named achievement that I don't know what it means, but here it is, and I'm like, okay, great. But I will say that mm-hmm. some of them are like when people actually care about them and do interesting things. Like I I had a coworker who was way into achievements and we would spend like a weekend just playing games and getting achievements and it was fun because we'd play like a hockey game that like we don't know anything about hockey and it was fun trying to achieve a very like Uh, simple goal which was really fun and especially when they're like named like I'm going through and doing achievements for our game now and it's like actually really fun to just do really stupid things that you have to do in the game that the only reason we're making you do them is because I think it's a funny pun for the <laughs> stupid name of the achievement. Like there is something charming about that that if like you, well, makes you, you feel yeah. like you care. But when you just Randomly poop them out, yeah. which is what everybody did when the, the Xbox 360 first came out, was they were like, what's the minimum? We have to have achievements. All right, here's five. They're each worth 200 points. Here's Avatar The Last pointer. Airbender. Yeah. Press B. <laughs> and it was just like, points. ugh. But you once you, like, care, that. it can be interesting. No. Yeah, you did. Uh, yeah, that makes sense. I feel like I, you, should be able to, you should be able to cash them in for something. Like, even, like, something on, like, in, within the Xbox Live Arcade or something that would, like, the more achievements you could actually do something. Yeah. With well, they have that you whole do, the Microsoft have, points. It it gets you oh. like mon- uh, percentage off. Like if that's you have, a new thing. Oh. Yeah. 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 The next game you get. Oh is like yeah. 10% okay. I, do I like the oh, Avatar that. Awards the best though. And going back to your General's jacket, like the Avatar Awards, I've gotten a couple like in Explosion Man. I got a cool T-shirt that I wore for a while in Crazy Taxi. I have the T-shirt that I still wear today on my Avatar, and I like that because it's like. It shows off that, oh, I'm a fan of this game, I bought this game, and I achieved something in order to have something that I can kind of have more of a trophy and less of a number. Now, granted, those T-shirts don't scale as well, but something like badges or something would. So let's go around real quick and talk about (coughs) general impressions of the reveal of the new product, what we're thinking that the new product goes last. (laughs) You want to go first? You can go first. Well, I, I mean, my my, my opinion is not going to be a surprise. Like, I, I I was wasn't super impressed by the PS4, but I'm a Sony guy, so I was like, cool. I'm know. a Sony guy, and and honestly, <laughs> I, I was telling I was telling Kearney this today. Like, I wanted to be convinced that I should switch over to Xbox. I w- I was waiting for something that was just going to blow my mind and be like, awesome. Now I can switch over to Xbox and play. That's games what you with said right else. before we kissed. Right before, or, we sorry, kissed right after car. we kissed. You said. <laughs> 
I was looking for that to blow my mind. <laughs> and it didn't. No. Um, he did something else, though, that did blow your mind. <laughs> blew something. Blow uh, <laughs> Hashtag blow job. So, so, yeah, I mean, my, my opinion is it, I don't it didn't feel like anything was, was revolutionary, and because of that, I'm probably just going to stick with, with the PS4. I'm not a huge multiplayer online gamer, and it seems to me, the other thing, it seems to me that Sony is actively pursuing indies, and I feel like there, you're, there's going to be more indie games popping up on PSN than there is on XBLA now. So uh, I, I'm I'm probably going to, you know, day one get the PS4 and, and skip out on the Xbox until something for, changes, for or at least until they prove it to me. The, the media center hub isn't as much of a draw as it, the P- as it PS3 could. had one. The yeah, but I'm saying, like, as this all-in-one thing, like, because, A, I don't even have cable subscription, and I don't foresee getting that in the near future anyway. So this whole ability to switch back and forth, it's like, man, half that is gone. Like, I don't really care anymore. And unless specifically Plex becomes better integrated into it more than just the way the Xbox 360 does it now, where it just is a file browser, um, then I don't see any point for that at all. And it would strictly just be a next-gen console. Um, and so unless I know that that will happen. So just want to say real quick, while we're going around talking about our impressions, we'll come back around, circle about what, if there's stuff that should have been in this, in our opinions. But first, just general impressions. So, so no-go for you. Uh, I mean, I, I like the idea about a ne- the next-gen console and better games and the footage from, like, Forza looked unreal. Yeah. And the fact that I didn't realize it did 4K, um, that's just another something that can deliver 4K content. Yeah, and I, but I, I mean, the games, PS4 is 4K I'm not buying well, it. So. I'm not buying no, I'm just saying, like, as a guy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not buying it. I'm not uh, buying the, yours that you already pre-ordered that well, you want to get rid of. Well, do you want to buy a PS3? <laughs> <laughs> Give you a real good deal. <laughs> oh, um, a Blu-ray drive. Totally forgot to mention that there's a Blu-ray drive on board the Xbox One. Yeah. Why, why is that surprising, though? It's like not. it should be. There should be a Blu-ray drive. Right. You know. I'm really excited about. I just their, forgot to mention the specs. Yeah. I'm really excited about physical media. So that's. I that's wish it was exciting. a tray. Is, is it a slot or is it a tray? Damn it! Hey, uh, I love slot. You trays. I'm I'm really disappointed in the mandatory internet connection, and having it have to check like constantly. That's bullshit. I don't think that bothers me at all. No, it's me annoying. Either. Are you, aren't you, aren't you always, you're always connected, though. I am always connected, but I don't. I, I just don't see the point, it, well, especially like in the fact that, like, if you're not doing anything that requires an internet connection, then why does it need to do it? Well, isn't that the point? It does require it. That's exactly. But why? <laughs> they probably have an okay reason for it. I don't think but they have an awesome, I, like I will a real s- good reason for it. Oh, I will say this: it is certainly because uh, I haven't read everything that Kearney you were saying that you're reading that once yeah. every 24 hours, but I. I will say this one area has been like the biggest area of contention surrounding the whole thing mm-hmm. for the whole for all well, of the media. The, the used game market too. <clears throat> well, I was just going to say just to confirm I like see what that Kotaku being a, said. Uh, tipping, like a hard yeah. yeah, but like just because it needs to access the internet and whatever do a system No, whatever, sir. Whatever. That doesn't bother <laughs> me at all. Um so uh Steven Totillo on uh Kotaku was talking to Phil Harrison who is of Microsoft. Yeah. And he said that uh, for single-player games that don't require connectivity to Xbox Live, you should be able to play those without interruption should your internet connection go down. Same things for Blu-ray and downloaded stuff. Um, But they said the device is fundamentally designed to be expanded and extended by the internet as many devices are today. And then Kotaku specifically said, so if I'm playing a single-player game, do I have to be online at least once per hour or something like that? Or can I go weeks and weeks without signing on? And Harrison said... I believe it's 24 hours. And to Tatilla went, so I'd have to collect, 
connect online once every day. And Harrison said, correct. Hmm. So it is. That's that's a again, like I'm always online. I don't care. It, like, but it's active, weird. But that's, like something online or just sign into the Xbox and when you sign in and you sign on your profile, like there I connected. Like, that's, that's I, that's like what they haven't announced like, a lot of stuff with it though. And I think it's a, a failure of how they communicated it because I totally. have a feeling they're going to just do all their system updates automatically. Yes. And that yeah. they're just going to automatically install stuff for you. Like they're going to automatically in, update the Kinect. Like when you log into your Xbox and you sign in, there, you hit the internet. Like, there you go. That's that's your... Yes. Yes, but if that 24-hour turn is up and you do need to update and you have to wait for it to update to play your game, I don't, I'm not saying that that's the case, but if it is, that's going to suck. See, that's the thing. I'm wondering if it's to play your game or if it's to access Xbox Live. Maybe. Because that's what I'm thinking. If you If you're using it for Xbox Live and stuff like that and you're trying to sign on... Or, or do anything like that with your profile, mm-hmm. I think you would need okay every 24 hours. I can see them doing that. It's stupid, but I can see them totally doing that. Yeah, but absolutely. to be able to play a game, yeah. you just don't sign in. You just, you know, you're not using your profile. You're not using I mean, this. That, no, they're that saying, like they say straight up for single player games that don't require connectivity to Xbox Live, you can play them without interruption if your internet connection goes down, but you still need the 24 hour thing. And that's why I just think it's a, it's a bad communication because. There's got to be a reason, right? And I think that the reason they're not communicating it is it's all anti-piracy. Yeah. Because the other thing to what Jason was saying is that the the what they've been saying is that you'll put in, you'll buy a game for $60, let's say. You'll put the disc in once. And when you put the disc in, as you start playing, it is installing it to your hard drive. And there's no way around that. And then once it finishes installing, the disc pops out. You put it back on your shelf, and you never have to touch that disc again. You're playing exclusively off of the hard drive, and be? so you need to be online. Also worked yeah. really well but for Battle.net. One thing that yeah. they have said is that yeah. the moment that you start installing it, you can play the game. There is no, true. let me wait till it's installed. Totally it's true. The moment it starts installing, you but can play. But the issue comes in. Care. But the issue comes in when I want to loan you one of my games. Yeah. Or take I it over and that. play so wait, some you, sports games. You can take it over if and you play take, if you, if you play take your, your account. account. But what the big thing for me is I go, so used games, there's going to be a fee, basically. So if I sell a game to GameStop and then GameStop sells a game to Josh, Josh is going to have to pay a fee the second he logs in with his account and my game. Why would I ever buy a disc then, ever? But then, yeah, and so, but then the other thing, the, the other thing about it that I think is what did they just do to Gamefly? Yeah. Did they just put them out of business? Because that's all they do is rent games. And are they saying rentals are over? And, and again, like they can say all this stuff. Game, but I mean, GameStop, all those people thrive yeah. on used games. Because I mean, you know, you buy a game for sixty dollars. Immediately, it's just like a car. You've just now devalued that game by about twenty or thirty bucks. Like yeah. they will buy back the game for like ten dollars, and you're just like, but then they will resell it for it's, about five dollars less. Yeah, quite than that what, bad. But I will it's, say, oh, seriously, some, it really some games is. It is. But I will you, say, they will, I, I think the max they will buy it back for is like thirty dollars. And I will say this though: is with the used game stuff. Like I work for a developer. I will say wholeheartedly, I don't think there's a damn thing wrong with used games. Like, nope. by all means. And, and I go back, my dad works in the music industry, and he had a bunch of friends when he was buying used records that would give him shit, like songwriters that would go, like, why do you buy used records? I don't get that money. And he said, oh, I'm sorry, like, I bought my car used. Should I have gone to the Toyota factory and paid everybody who made the car? Why is the work that we do so much more important yeah. than the work that anybody else does that you pay once 
and then that person owns it and they can do with it what they will. I think it's a little bit unfair. I don't believe in stealing games. I don't believe in any of that. But I do think that if I buy a $60 disc, you're goddamn right I should be allowed to give it to you or sell it to you or – do whatever I want. It's not like it's something it's that mine. I'm not copying it. But I can't you, do yeah. anything with it once I give it no, to you. If you buy a $60 digital download, I mean, I know there's no disc, but it's the same thing. It's, it's the same product. It's the same it's, exact it's product. It's the same product, but, but they get away with it in the sense of like, well, it's physically difficult to sell it to somebody else or trade it in or to do something like that. Whereas with this, they're kind of cheesing it where they're going like, in that, because I, I buy a ton of downloadable stuff, like most of my DS games are downloaded, and I can't sell them back or do anything. But I feel like that's the price I pay for the convenience right. of being able to download it. And I feel like Sony did get that right, where they're way big on download stuff, download stuff. Whereas Xbox is like, no, buy the disc, but you get the download, I can't do anything with it now experience, <laughs> which is just shitty. It's yeah, like, come on, guys. So <clears throat> I'm probably not going to be first in line. Okay. I'm going to wait until See how it goes. I need it. Yeah. So, after I just railed on them for that, I will say, one, I'm going to buy everything. Like, I don't, I don't care. <laughs> I, I'm going to – this is what's going to happen. I'm going to buy one of these consoles day one, and then I'm going to get the other one a couple years later because they're going to be almost exactly the same at the, in the grand scheme of things. Which are you doing first? I don't know because I would say if – the Xbox for me, I buy most of my games right now on the 360. It took me a long time to get a PS3. And the reason I buy still everything on 360 is because everybody's on it. And if everybody happens to be on PS4 this time around, which I probably won't know by day one, I'll get one of those. I will say the indie thing is the real, like everything else I just think was just bad from like a presentation standpoint that I'm like, why did you talk about that? Like, have you guys never seen an Apple presentation? Which is the same thing I had issue I had with the PS4 announcement. I was like, why did you even do this if you're not going to announce anything? But that being said, the Xbox, when they did talk about the TV switch and stuff and the use connect to turn on your TV and do all that, I was like, yeah, that's kind of all I use the Xbox for anyways, is to be an entertainment center. Yeah, I'll do that. I can get behind that. So I was kind of excited about the non-game stuff because I don't play a lot of games on my Xbox anymore. That being said, the more I read about how they're going to... I'm going to be interested in what both of their E3 press conferences are. And if... If Microsoft really is like very not into indie development, I feel like that's more what I'm playing now, so I'll probably go PS4. <clears throat> Josh? <clears throat> I was a fan of it. I mean, a lot of people complain because, you know, that we didn't see any games and stuff like that. But then at the same time, the PS4 conferencing was just all games and then like no hardware. And, yeah. you know, E3 is 19 days away. Like, that's going to be just a shit ton of games everywhere, and you really won't see much of the console. It'll be in a little glass box, and that's all you'll be able to see. And you'll have games everywhere. I can wait 19 days. I wanted to see the thing. I wanted to know what, it, like, the specs of it, you know, because we know what games are going to look like, you know? We see them because any computer right now is better than what Xbox is or the PS4 is going to be. So we see what good graphics can do. I don't need to see a ton of that well, right this second. So you want to you wanted to see the VCR? I did want to see the VCR. Yeah, I wanted ugly. to see I wanted to see the uh, uh, the connect and how it how it moved and everything like that. And watching videos on how more responsive it is, it's actually pretty like awesome. Um, and you know the new control and stuff like that, how that's kind of laid out. I think that's interesting. I'm kind of excited. Rumbles about Rumbles in the triggers. Yeah, in the triggers. So it's like which is supposed shooting. to be. 
Kotaku was like, it sounds stupid, but it's cool as shit. Yeah. They said it's like really immersive and interesting. So, I mean, all those things I'm very excited for. Just it's, immersive for your hands, though, not the rest yes, of Yes, exactly. Depends where. <laughs> I, take, I take the second player one tomorrow. Um, I won't be rushing out to get it. like Because the Xbox to the 360, that was a giant leap. You know, PS2 to the PS3, very big leap. You know, it just, some people sit there and complain, oh, okay, but the PS4 is bigger, like, or better, more powerful than the Xbox. Well, uh, you know, well, good. The PS3 is supremely powerful over the 360. Look what that got them. Not really a whole lot, you know? So that's not like, oh, darn you, uh, you know, Xbox for not living up to PlayStation again. Um, so that doesn't bother me. That Again, like Sean uh, Fennel said, I'm not going to rush out to get it. I will get it. Most likely, and then PS4. I maybe on a day when I just need to spend money for tax reasons, <laughs> and there's a price drop. I will be purchasing probably one of those as well to play one some sort of God of War game. And I think we're all forgetting how shitty the launches were for the PS3. Oh God, atrocious! Like cameo. Yeah, when people go like, "Oh man, there's like no games coming." It's like, yeah, just like the last launch and the launch before that. There's yeah. not a lot of good launch games. And I mean, graphic-wise, you know, expansion-wise and graphics, like I said, you've seen it more on like you know PCs already that already have the ability to do that. So it's not this leap forward where you're just like, "I need to see that game," you know. And I'm sure. You know, most of these games that are actually launching on the 360 are, I mean, I'm sorry for the Xbox One, will be on the 362. They'll have a 360 version. It's just like, do you want this more high res version? Eh, I don't really I need it right this second. One of my concerns second. also is the, uh, like, because Xbox, the 360 has been my system for now, so, I mean, for my serious gaming. Uh, especially gaming online. So it's like, if everybody else doesn't get on board and you're just the one person, like, like you were saying, Sean, it's like, Shit! Now I'm like we're not gonna be able to play. We're not gonna be able to do any of that kind of stuff uh, unless everybody else. You guys also jump on board. Is what I'm saying. Well, it sounds <laughs> like I'm gonna be the only one buying a PS4. So <laughs> you're always gonna be the only one doing anything. <laughs> <laughs> you're so different. Forever Jason. alone. Okay, what about you, Carter? Well, so you know, I, there's no surprise here. I'm definitely the biggest, probably Microsoft fanboy in the room. I'm just incredibly interested in what they're doing. Um, not necessarily with the Xbox, but just their whole business strategy right now um i i'll say this i have always been a, a huge fan of the idea of connect from the moment i first saw it i was in love with the idea and we've talked on the show before but it's it's fallen short mainly the stuff you've seen there's been one or two amazing executions gunstringer being one of them like amazing executions and then there's just stuff that's like eh, okay um there was something last e3 so almost a year ago now, that was announced called Rise, R-Y-S-E. That was a gladiator uh, Rome first-person battle game. Do you like uh, gladiator movies? I liked the gladiator movie. Are you not just um, entertained? Uh, so it, it was, was a terrible accent. It was, uh, uh, it's going to be done by Crytek, and it was announced last year, and then yeah. it suddenly just fell off the face of the planet. Like, no one ever heard from it again. That was two years ago. Sorry, it was two Jeez. years ago. Uh, so no one's heard from it since, Probably and then we just found out that it will be released. The reason is because – so, sorry, I should say it was a hardcore game based on Kinect. So as you moved your hand to swipe a sword, your character would do that. But it, the fidelity of the first-gen Kinect wasn't there, which is why the delay has happened. And so the next-gen Kinect that comes with it 
I think is finally going to break into that threshold of what I've truly been excited about, which is the chance for really immersive puppetry within gaming. I think that's going to be really, really interesting. With I didn't. I thought the PlayStation, the the eye had that because they had the two handles, so you were able to do like one as a shield <laughs> and one as a sword. I thought they they had. did a game called Sorcery, I believe that, that what it was? was kind of like that. I think the big thing that everybody's <clears throat> missing is that we literally have gotten one of those like futuristic things, like a flying car, a jetpack, albeit smaller. In the Connect interface that they showed with the Xbox One, yeah, like that's awesome. Like if you were watching a movie and there's a guy and it's like, oh, it's the future, and dude is like stretching to move his TV and talking to his television, turn on off. You'd be like, that's awesome. I want that. And then it gets announced, and everybody's like, this is stupid. I, <laughs> Why is it stupid? I was like, you just got the fucking future, and you're spinning in its face. I have this. I was angry at people who were angry about the Xbox announcement, specifically because they got the future and they laughed at it. It's, it's, I literally had this exact same conversation today with people. It, there's these moments where technology, it doesn't seem like these crazy leaps. Like, hey, we just went 100 years in the future. But there's these moments, these highlights, where I suddenly have this out-of-body experience, and I'm like, holy cow, this is... I just, like, experience science fiction. Yeah. And yeah. one of those times for me – sorry, this is a side note. But one of those times is as my wife was in labor with our second kid, uh, you know, it's a long process. We I got a, an app, the Plex app, that allowed me to watch movies and TV shows that I had at home. And that was, like, this crazy sci-fi idea where I'm like, hey – here, Katie, here's a screen, and you can watch all of the content we have at home live right now. Like, and I there was are like, sci fi movies from my 10 mind. years ago, like, not even that long ago, that people were holding things like iPads. Like, yeah. that's crazy. Pretty like, cool. that's the And future. we take that, you're right, and we do take that there's, for granted. But a, I want to. And now we go, it's stupid. It's like, no, it's amazing. There's a Louis C.K. sketch from, I think, one of last year's um, specials of his where he talks about how, like, Everything is awesome. Yeah. And nobody's like happy. cell phones yeah. and like airplanes. I was, I was in an yeah. airplane and like they announced for the first time we have Wi Fi on this airplane and it's all like, Yeah, that's pretty fucking cool. And then the guy next to me is using the thing and then the announcement comes out about halfway into the flight, like, sorry, the Wi Fi is having some technical difficulties difficulties, we have to turn it off. And the guy's like, It's fucking stupid. <laughs> and he's like, How can you be mad about yeah. something that ten minutes ago you didn't even know existed? Like how? <laughs> We're flying on a yeah. chair through space. It's yeah. an incredible miracle. And you're just like, man, it won't it won't come from the it's coming from space, man. Can you yeah. just give it a second? Like it's awesome. So <laughs> nobody's uh, happy with technology. Yeah. So it's about never enough. so uh, the next gen connect I find exciting because I think it when the hype that surrounded the first gen connect fell flat when they released the product for me but the hype is still there i'm still an excited little kid about the potential for what i think that will do the controller super excited about it i'm i think i can't remember who mentioned it but you rumble rumble yeah. buttons well no i just the xbox controller is awesome yeah and mm. everybody i've talked to said this is even better so i'm yeah. super excited about that apparently the, they fixed the one big thing is that it if you play with the wireless one it's got a big bulging back yeah. that's a battery pack, and now they've integrated the battery pack in. Yeah. Hmm. So it's not completely flush, but it's like almost that, so it's a lot lighter. And then the, everybody says that they've messed with the D-pad, which everyone thought sucked, so they made that good. And then they changed – not only did they put little rumbles in the triggers, which sounds stupid, but apparently is cooler than it sounds. Um, they also changed the way that you squeeze those, so now they're a little bit more – 
like you can um, what's the word I'm looking for they're a little bit more analog and how you can pressure press them. sensitive pressure sensitive they're a little bit more didn't pressure that, sensitive didn't the PlayStation 3 2 have like where you like, could tell if you were pushing it harder yeah I think yes. the PS3 does that but the Xbox right. doesn't I know the Wii doesn't no, the Xbox does definitely the Xbox yeah does? cause yeah. like for racing games yeah. you can go like uh, you can go like that yeah, yeah but maybe they improved, improved the it improved it apparently made it yeah um, I still so think then, it would have been cool if they put the the analog buttons on the bottom Instead of the side where you have to like me, mm. you know so I, mean? the I, I remember seeing a mod XY. like five years ago where someone's like, "Yeah, you took the buttons and put them on put the, them on the bottom, bottom of so the you thing. never have to move your thumbs." Exactly. So then there's the box itself. Oh, weird. Which I think That's is, weird. I think it's it looks cool, but it's it's, it's a, like an Xbox One. It's a box. I mean, yeah, the old yeah. Xbox. Yeah, it's like <laughs> <the> old, <laughs> fucking. <laughs> well, I'm with you. I'm with yes. you. But even the, the old Xbox, this is funny. The old Xbox had a giant X in the plastic yeah. design. This is literally just a box, and I appreciate what they did. If you look closely at it, there's actually a checkerboard pattern to it. So there's like a yeah. matte finish on two corners, and then a gloss finish on two others. So I think that's cool. I like that. There's a little LED. It's black and white. There's a little LED white light. Here's what I think. I have to say, I'm sorry, Microsoft marketing. I just think is so dumb. Don't try and sell it to be cooler than it is. Yeah. You've made a box, and that's fine. That's fu- nobody's going to complain about that. People weren't looking for this thing to be a piece of art. If it's functional, great. But Microsoft has this whole line where they've said now, oh, it's got beautifully clean horizontal lines. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, really? You're trying to sell a box as being beautiful? I, I wonder mean, how long it took them to design that in CAD. I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> so uh, probably quite a while, actually, yeah, I would I guess. One thing that, that's kind of interesting to me, and, and uh, you mentioned it with Rise, but initially Rise was meant to be a full-on Kinect game, that like like the, the yeah. Kinect games that we have now, which – Sean's mentioned a few times that he doesn't like because he doesn't want to come home from work and stand in front of a TV and, and flail around. I just never want to stand. <laughs> just never want to stand. But the, I, I, reading the stuff about Rise now, apparently they've changed it so that it's a better with Connect game, and that's kind of one of the things that I think I've been looking forward to is more games that are utilizing Connect in maybe more of a passive way and not a like I have to stand in front of it and do exercise and whatever. Like screw that. I'm just interested in seeing what developers are going to do with Connect as a passive device that's always on that they know everybody always has. I think the one area that is just a gigantic disappointment to me, and I know you guys are going to laugh at this, is the backwards compatibility. And it's only because I'm the type of person that wants to experience something more than once. So not all games, definitely not all games, but I have I, I don't sell games. I buy the game and then I, I hang on to it and think, eh, one day if I get time, I'll go back to it. But there are certain games I know I will go back to. I will go back to Portal 2. I will play Minecraft again. And this idea... This idea that um, all of the... Particularly the arcade games yeah, that, that part, I've collected that sucks. Um, sure. aren't going to be playable now. So here's the, the funny thing to me is... Microsoft's whole mission, their entire mission is we want you to have one box in your living room. Oh, but you know what? You can't be backwards compatible, which requires you to have a 360 as well. So guess what? Two boxes now. So can it I should plug, be called the Xbox can 2. Can you plug the Xbox 360 into the one so that it all goes place? Do you mean, <laughs> like Xbox, did, like, do you mean Xbox 2 T-O-O? Didn't one of you guys yeah. post up the yes. thing that Don Mattingly uh, said that one of you – Yeah, Don Mattrick said that – Baseball player? Yeah, Don that if, you're, if you like backwards compatibility, you're, you're an asshole. backwards. No, he said if you like ba- – um, backwards compatibility is backwards. It is. 
and I, and he did say that You're never going to use it. Only fifteen. You don't care. Only fifteen percent. Five percent. Five percent of people care about that, and I'm in the five. I because. What were you going to do with your Xbox anyway? It's just... My 360? Yeah, you're still going to have that. You have two of them, don't you? No, I have one. You have one. What are you going to do with that one? You're going to throw it away? Keep it. Play all your stupid games on it. But that's the point. I don't want to have. I don't want to have another thing in my house. That's what's attractive about it. I want to have one It's not going to matter. It's just not going to matter in two years. Completely disagree with you. I still, to this day, play Halo 2, which was an Xbox... One, uh, OG <laughs> you Xbox five percent OG <laughs> Xbox game. I I play old Xbox games on the 360. But what they're gonna do is they're gonna do the same thing that like PlayStation does and re-release them on their online system. somehow. Yeah. Or I another thing though, another thing I emulate, will say that Sony is getting right. The if app. they get the Gaikai thing running and they do like a Netflix esque service where I'm paying monthly to just play any. PlayStation game oh, ever that they have rad. the rights to, like I'm in for that. I'm in because I don't have enough attention span or time to play a game all the way through. Yeah. so I'd be cool with like, yeah, I'll rent that and play. That's it for my a thing. While. I've realized that my killer feature right now is I am so used to iOS and that way of delivering games, and I pretty much exclusively played XBLA games anyways before that. The killer feature for me is a game that doesn't require me to go to a stupid Best Buy to buy the dumb game. And Sony so far has done the best job. I guess Sony and Nintendo actually have done such a great job of saying, hey, day and date, we'll put, we'll, where do you want, you want to buy Bioshock? What do you want to buy it on? You just want to buy it on your Xbox? Well, no, not on your Xbox. <laughs> on your PS3? Just go buy it. What are, and you know what? We'll offer you a deal because, uh, you know, you're a subscriber. We'll give you 10 bucks off. Yeah, whatever. We don't have to print it and shit, so yeah. fucking buy And they, that stops me from trading it in. That stops me. And I don't keep games. I trade in games instantly. And the convenience alone makes me go like, yeah, I hate going to stores and buying games, especially when I can get them instantly. Mm. And I think whoever nails that, like, totally has me for life. I don't understand why Sony. they wouldn't. I mean. Sony. <laughs> Everyone's buying these games anyway, and they're buying them early release, pre pre bought, so they can get it on the day that it's released from Amazon. What if you could just fucking buy it that yeah. day and play it immediately but at midnight? You're and that's money. Stand in line with all those other sweaty that's dudes. Money. But that's my other thing about it is that's still an option. Yeah. But 500 gigs too. Little disappointed. Yep. Really could have been a terabyte. Yep. You know, like really, like 500 gigs. That's all we've gotten. But you to? can buy a terabyte. For super cheap and plug it in, so that's the is next it, thing so I wanted it, to talk about. Is it about. an SSD or is it? So, no, it's no, no, no. So it's a platter. It's so a platter. Fucking but, yeah! Put three terabytes in. Yeah. Who gives a shit? Well, price point. They want to. I guarantee you, this thing. Their whole thing is they want to this a terabyte. Though is like not a big price point. Double. No, it's not. Not not when how many like it? That's if I bought a single by myself. <laughs> I bought one hard drive. Microsoft <laughs> might buy. Oh, I don't know. Maybe a couple more than one. <laughs> so um, you think they maybe get a little discount? Maybe 12. possibly. So the or just get kids to make it somewhere. But Jay, Jay's right. So the <laughs> Xbox does support external storage. Which yeah, I'm gonna plug shit in. Like I don't, yeah, my cable sticking out. Like more stuff dumb. hanging on. I mean, the one thing, clean box. The thing's pretty ugly. So but think I about the, <laughs> Let's think about what you're talking about. What if you had dreadlocks. What yeah. if you had the ability to? I never want to have a disc. I only want this app store thing and I want – or games on demand or whatever we're going to call it. And I want to say <laughs> I want to download this game the day it comes out. And I only want to have a library No, you have content. to do that with Xbox One. That's what they're saying is like even if you buy all your games at a store, you have to store it. No, I'm saying no I'm saying what? now 
it's the idea of that this could be a, an expandable thing. Yeah. We don't know this for for a fact, but it does support external media, which means can I now have – does 500 gigs matter? Maybe not. Maybe it's I can now have as many hard drives as I want to possibly plug but in why and wouldn't, but I, Like That sounds great, but why wouldn't you just start it off with more? Like sure, I Price can, point. I know, and I'm telling you, there is no way. And what is the they, price point? I do, we don't know yet. They, they haven't announced they it. Haven't announced. I think they're going to subsidize it, too. I think they're going to – that's going to be their big thing. They're going to come out. They're going to undercut everybody, including Nintendo. They're going to go, our system's going for 200 with a two-year subscription to Xbox Live. Mm-hmm. And that's what they're going to go. But uh, something they said that was really cool about Xbox Live – your Xbox Live Gold subscription that you have now works on Xbox One and Xbox 360. Yeah, at the same time. So let's let's. So you're, start. you're telling me the price point of ninety dollars per two terabytes with deals that you know Microsoft you said, is you getting. Just, you just looked it up, ninety bucks. Well, no, I'm just no. assuming. So a five hundred gig external WD My Passport is like sixty bucks, and a one terabyte is like seventy five. Okay, so fifteen dollars for one. <laughs> but you know they're making deals with hardware manufacturers to yeah. get them cheaper in bulk and all this stuff. Like really, but why couldn't you? Or just offer, or just yeah, offer well, one that I, had more. I, I, there's got to be a business reason there. I'm not sure they were like, you know what, we could make this cooler, but let's not. What if Sean's right? What if Sean says the cost of this thing is going to be three hundred fifty dollars, sure. and we're going to release it for two hundred. We're going to eat one hundred fifty dollars per console when this thing comes out. And then they looked at it and they said, with a terabyte, it was going to cost. $370. That's $20 more a console that we have to lose and we're going to pay we're going to have 100 million consoles well, sold. Not my problem. I, right, offer. but it is a business decision. Offer, You're asking offer. for a reason. Offer a bigger one. Offer a different and they might. That, that, they I think, might. that we don't know. They might. Yeah, but like, and they've like, never been at the forefront of storage. Yeah. It's always been Sony. Like Sony has a 500 gig Xbox or PS3, PS3 yeah. right now. And Microsoft's topped at 250. Especially when you start talking about like, like, okay, this thing can do 4K content. Yeah. Like, okay, am I gonna be well, download that? We Blu-ray discs. A Blu-ray yeah. disc can hold 50 gigs. Yeah. That's so. How many games can you put on that? But like, like, and like as an announcement point, like this thing's gonna have 500. It's like, okay, like that literally, like that's just Thank you. Like that's just like <laughs> such a weird, yeah, like non-impressive anything. Uh, a couple other quick things I want to mention. So the idea of a Blu-ray disc. We don't know. I, we assume the games are going to be a Blu-ray disc, right? The, yeah. So what that meant to me is, you know those games that like Mass Effect or Skyrim that take like, hey, you put 130 hours into this game. Or in my case, for Mass Effect 2, 170 uh, hours. Are you talking about having an even bigger game now you've got more space? Now you've got what? Six times the amount get, of storage. As long as you don't disc. get to the end of the game and have to put forever, disc right? one back in, because that was oh, fucking retarded in Mass Effect Three. It's like, hey, you're about to do the very last thing in the game. How about you put the first disc back in? You jag off. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't think that will work. It, more, mainly, it's just storage space because of graphics. Well, yeah, exactly. well, I know what they'll fill it up with polish. What yeah. Sony was doing with theirs was they was put they were just copying the same content. Yeah. On the disc, so that the laser, they were like, "Man, we can speed this up if the laser doesn't have to move." So we'll just make sure that everything's duplicated, so that no matter where the laser was, the information it was looking for was just like right next to it. Uh, right. So let's go. Sense. Let's go around real quick and say. So I, let's. Can we all agree that this is the best thing ever? <laughs> 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 that this is not a. No one was blown away by the announcement. There's some of us that'll get it, some of us that I, won't, some of us that'll wait. I was blown away by the name. 
<laughs> in a good <laughs> way? No. Right. Just like, really? I'm talking okay. about – so nobody was like floored in a great way by either the PS4 announcement or the Xbox. But Is name, that true? Name one announcement that you guys have been blown away by. One console announcement. Sega oh. Dreamcast. Con- console. Really? So – I don't remember. Yeah, I was about to say, you were like six. Because I'd say the Wii Wii console, the Wii controller reveal was the only crazy thing that I've ever seen where I was like, oh my God, I didn't even know what it was going to be. This is outrageous. Now my brain's going. Every other console announcement to me has, I've never been blown away. I've just been like, oh, so it's going to be faster and look better and play all the games? Great. This is just something you do. Not all the games. So let's talk about, for a second, let's go around and say what... Maybe were you expecting? What would you have wanted to see? If this was going to be like the console that you wanted, not necessarily like, oh, I wanted to wax my car, but like something that you could have legitimately seen in today's technology, like where we're at with today's technology, what would you have liked to have seen? You want me to start it off? Yeah, go for it. Okay. Um, I am surprised that given how much they're pushing for this one thing in the living room, that they legitimately didn't look into home automation through the Xbox. Now, you think about all the peripheries stuff that you can buy, plugs now, light bulbs, uh, thermostats, things that you can interact with in a digital sense that have totally been analog that control your home. The idea that you could have, let me, with smart glass, I can use my phone to hook up to my Xbox and I can say, turn the lights on, start the oven, do this and that. I know those things sound a little bit sci-fi, but certainly for... It's not sci-fi at all. It's just more of like... The oven, I've not heard of that one. Yeah, okay, fair enough. But your super fridge that you talked about. like that thing needs to be monitored by a person. It's dangerous. This idea that you... We, we have legitimately have things right now that are home automated, the lights, things of that nature. The idea that they didn't put that in there to some degree or think at least in terms of – I don't agree with that because it's, it's current right now. The Nuts, Nest yes, thermostat is current right totally now. totally current. Too soon in terms of population – and needs just like yeah. the five percent of backwards compatibility. That is like a point five percent of the population that has the Philips LED ones that actually sure. change that da 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 that have the interaction. You gotta admit that you though, can. how awesome would it be to see the timer counting down on your pizza puff that are in the microwave while you're in front of your Xbox? But I'm just here's tired my of question: to Get is, up to go well, get the, the Tostino I, pizza rolls. While I, I agree with you that currently, that if Microsoft had said, "Hey, we have a special type of." Thing or we're gonna. This is a special Wi-Fi thing that devices can hook up to, and now you can control devices from your Xbox. I guarantee you, there would have been an explosion of interest from hardware manufacturers, from device oh, manufacturers. Keep, like it would have, it would have uh, exploded that particular technology. So, that that it, interest. Area well, here's a quick question, though. Like, so now these devices that I can already control with my smartphone, I now I'm going to put my Xbox into the middle of that. Yeah, device? because you have to have different apps. To oh. control, so this yeah. is again yeah. the yeah. idea is one no, Xbox that. One, one area you go to control your we're, living room. And I can totally, I can totally see that. X-Bone. Like X-Bone. later though, not again. One hundred percent, it would be That's cool. The X and I, two, but again, minute amount of people that have that to where I think the buzz is already out there. Will you reach more people with the buzz by doing that? Sure, but for it to be economically feasible and all that other stuff, like. Yeah, I can see that maybe like the two next two consoles down the road, it in totally incorporating all that stuff. Um, the only other thing that I thought was a little there was a rumor that we read that there was talks of Microsoft having some sort of 
virtual reality glasses or goggles or something that they were working on. It was totally a rumor. Yeah. But it was supposed to be an Oculus Rift type of thing. And while I didn't expect that per se, I certainly expected them to push not just, hey, here's a new Kinect, but here's something else. Here's something else to make it immersive, whether it's VR goggles or that, some even other. Even that Illuma room thing. Yeah, the Illuma room. That's, exactly. That, that, like, that's probably that's one of the things that would have made yeah. me go, oh, like, oh, this is maybe that's this is weird. pretty cool. Um, th- and the other thing, like, there's not really much for me that I that would have made me change my mind. I don't, I don't know really what I was looking for in, in a new console. Um, actually, I forgot what I was going to say, so. Somebody move. No, I would say that the the big thing for me in looking at it, and this is especially true with Apple, is that I think I've grown to kind of like the non gimmicky sort of uh, evolutionary updates of like they're just like, hey, connect. We're, we made it a lot better. Hey, we were trying to be a home media PC. We're going to try and do that a lot better. Like as much as it wasn't as exciting to watch. It was very exciting to know that, like, oh, cool, so this thing's just going to be iterated on and updated. Like, I think down the line I'm going to be much happier with that than I would have been with an Illumarum thing, which what I, I would have used once. I mean, like, that's crazy. And then I never would have turned that on again. I would have I would use that all the time. Totally. I totally would, too. I, I, think it's, I think it seems awesome. I think it sounds really cool, but it's, like, got to be used. Like, I don't – it's my same thing with the Kinect and with the Wii. Is like, the Wii is awesome. If people spent – time and actually made games for the Wii like Wii Sports. If everything for the Wii was as cool as Wii Sports was, I would play the Wii all the time. The problem is, nobody gives a shit about it. And I'm talking developers. And that's my biggest problem is the Illumarum would be the same thing. There would be one Halo game that Microsoft would put all their effort into, and it would be fucking amazing. And then Ubisoft would do an Assassin's Creed, and it would be the gimmickiest little, like, a bird flying. And I'd be like, why am I, why am I waiting until my wife goes to bed, turning off all my lights for this stupid thing? True. I'd buy it, the, the but one, it would suck. The one thing that gets me to, to be, like, yes about it is the fact that it's something that I don't have to interact or deal with. Mm-hmm. So because That's of true. that, it's literally just immersing me more. Like while the Kinect being like gimmicky, the Kinect is meant to be you know moving around, and, it, yeah. and it's something where it's just like, what happens if I threw my shoulder out and I can't fucking grab it and stretch now because I'm in a sling? Like, what am I going to do? You know, unless like the aluminum thing, you know, makes me feel like I'm you know more part of the scene. So that's why for me, I think it would be just fucking awesome. But like the one thing too, people were saying. You know, or and even like you guys, that uh, you know, you would have liked to see this. You would have liked to see this and stuff like that. It, you know, I'm sure they didn't want to blow their load because yeah. they have to present in 19 more days. Yeah. You know, a, another presentation days. with this. So it's just like you know, we have to just basically <laughs> give you this kind of tease. You know, and they did it within like an hour as opposed to this four hour presentation. And like they Sony have did. said that they have a mind. What, they're not mind blowing. They said they have a really big surprise coming at E3 for the 360. Yeah. And that they're going to continue the 360 and that it's by no means dead the way that the Wii is gone. <laughs> Watch Room is only for it's the 360. 360. <laughs> well, so this, is, here's my, this is my thought on the 360. And also they said that there's a big rare IP that's coming back that looks like it's Killer Instinct is going to be a launch That's title. been rumored for like the last five yeah, years. But apparently Rare came out and said, expect something like that now. But I think the 360 might be, because the one thing I was expecting that they didn't do is, remember there was this rumor about they're gonna, there was going to be a $100 Xbox that wasn't going to have a disk drive that was going to be like an XBLA machine. 
I have a feeling that box is the new 360. And they're going to announce, uh, what would it be? It would be a third gen 360 that's tiny like an Apple TV, has no optical drive, has maybe a big hard drive, and it's 100 bucks, and it's aimed, oh, it's, you know, this is for playing, you know, fun little XBLA games and anything you can download and watching Netflix, and, and it's going to try and compete with Apple, Apple Ouya. TV and, the Ouya. and maybe Ouya and Roku more than it is with PS3 oh. or something. Um, mm. There's one, sorry, one other thing I forgot, which is uh, regardless of anything I w- thought was a shoe-in, was DVR. They, they were they, really cagey on it because well, it they, seemed like do, it kind of is there and kind of isn't. You can do game capture. Which is really cool, the way that they have it set up where there's magic moments yeah. that a developer can, if you know, like, hey, a character's about to get his 10th headshot, the developer can turn on your DVR on the game and start recording Knowing that when you get it, it's going to save it automatically for you, which yeah, is pretty well, badass. Have fun yeah. with your 500 gig but, hard drive. Yeah. <laughs> but this, uh, you know, this idea of we want to be the one box in the living room, and yeah. you could do TV through it. Well, again, one box. You got to have your DVR. That's yeah. a major staple of most your, American like, houses. Box. They really do have to. You knock. don't necessarily, right? Yeah, I can't imagine that they've made enough deals with cable companies. Yeah. Exactly. Cable I bet box. it's like right now it's only with – who was he say he was with? Like Cox Cable or something? It's or whoever yeah. I think is the Seattle one Com- they always get uh, because Com- then they can demo Comcast. Is it Comcast? Yeah, yeah like, I bet like you Comcast Cox will be the only one you can do that uh, TV thing on right now. And it's I doubt U.S. It. – the whole TV thing is U.S. only um, yeah. as – I doubt uh, like DirecTV right or Dish or who knows if Time Warner or – Whatever is even part of that group. I don't know. Whatever they, if they do do that, they really need to knock it out of the park, or else it's gonna fucking suck. And you just said doo doo, doo doo doo. They gotta doo doo their due diligence. The, the, the one thing I did remember that I wanted to say is, if, and this is like completely arbitrary, but if they were to, if they were to announce that like Xbox Live was now a free thing, and there was like like PlayStation Plus, like a tier that you could pay for, but you still had access to other things, I might consider. Mm. Might consider that because I'm not a big multiplayer gamer, but when I do want to play, I I can go on, on on PSN on Xbox Live. I feel like I'd be wasting my money for live, just be just to have it when I want it, which is not that often. That's interesting because I I'm not a multiplayer gamer at, hardly at all, and I have live, and I'm not what sure because you, you you need live if you want to do. Um, Hulu, Netflix, Hulu, Netflix HBO Go, all those things. Well, I, I have but uh, what's funny a is, TV that does that for yeah, me. Yeah, what's funny if you think about it, there's plenty of, like, I'm the same way. I just thought about it. I'm like, oh, yeah, it's totally worth it because I do Netflix all the time through that. I'm like, yeah, but there's about 60 devices in my home yeah. that can do yeah. Netflix for free. Yeah. Randy and I were sitting down one night, and I came to the conclusion that we had a little under, little over 10 devices within arm's reach that could do Netflix or within three steps. Yeah. We had an mm-hmm. Xbox, a Wii U, a Wii, a PlayStation 3, two iPhones, two iPads, two laptops, and a Blu-ray player. We had <laughs> 11 devices. TV? No. It's the one thing we were missing. We had 11 devices probably within reach. Yeah, so I'm going to buy it. Oh, and did I say Apple TV? And Apple TV, so that's 12. 12. 12 devices that can do Netflix and Hulu. And as of now, I think they can all do HBO Go now. Sean. Ah, nothing. Josh, anything else? Did I say everything? I think I said everything. Adam, anything? Revolutionary? Wait, so can we just do, just down the line, not day one, but in within the a year or so of it being out, who's going to be buying one? 
I will. Uh, yeah, you can't raise your hand, Adam, because there, this is an audio <laughs> podcast. <laughs> In 3D, by the way. Since when? What's really sad is you raised your hand and then I did too. <laughs> no. That's, That's the part I noticed. I did it because we know dumb. Pekka's answer. I honestly have no idea. Okay. I think right now my deciding factor would be how well the Plex app yeah. okay. is applied <laughs> and yeah. integrated into yeah. this thing. So wait, then let's, let's change so this to... I have so many other things that do all of these yeah. things. I don't know so what is I'm going to Let's change it to Xbox One, PS4... Both or neither. Duh. <laughs> I like that. Just slow. Because you were saying it like you wouldn't get the Xbox, but you'd get one of them, right? Like you're I, gonna get something. Yeah, I'd probably. You're gonna get, buy. You're gonna spend money, right? Yeah, you, you are an American. I would you, probably get the Xbox before the PS4. Okay. PS4. Xbox. Yeah, I'm pre-ordering the Xbox One. I probably will too. I'm on the fence. Come to the dark side, Kearney. <laughs> I don't know. Just you Indie and James. All I will game. know all by of the your end of friends E3. in here except PlayStation yeah. Plus said they're going 360. So all of your it's, friends in here. Yeah. So you just mostly, you just mostly work with yeah. them. Yeah. There's a blurry box yeah. picture yeah. of it online. All right? If you Come. want to see what it looks like, look, watch that teaser video. And if it's you blurry. And there's so Talk edges. to me after E3. I will say this. I do wholeheartedly agree. You said two months ago or whatever it was, when PS4 came out early and it was no shebang at all yeah. and you said that's because they had to come early because Microsoft was going to be bigger and better I don't think we hit this no. but Microsoft's certainly was better only in that it was shorter <laughs> it was yeah. shorter it was informative it was more informative you saw the how was it more informative because you actually know what you're getting yeah. as, you opposed specs, a, you as, box, as opposed to as opposed to a controller you know all of that with the PS4 except what it looks like that's it that's all you don't know is what it you looks like you have no idea how it works how like a map there's a lot of nothing you don't know how it works you put a fucking hold on a second hold on a second how does Gaikai work on day one how's that gonna work I don't know it's on the fucking system yeah what does it do what does it even do you get to play PS3 games oh Oh, really? Yeah. Day one. You Day get to one. do that? Or is that just their dream for the future? Because that's what it sounded to me like. I so, don't know. Well, th- <laughs> <laughs> one, Shut up. One thing you guys should check out is on the – you excluded from this. On the Xbox <laughs> homepage, there's the, hey, introducing the Xbox One. And if you go in there, there's a bunch of like, hey, this is what it is, blah, blah, blah. But there's a video section. If you go in the video section, it's all the videos that were shown in the reveal as well as the whole reveal itself. But at the very bottom, there's a GTTV uh, – I can't remember the guy's name now. Jeff Kylie. Yeah, that's the one. Thank you. Yeah. So Jeff Kiley goes around, and he goes into the lab that where they made the controller. Mm. He goes, and he sees all of the machines that have pneumatic button presses that are just have been doing oh, this for over a stress year. Stress test. Yeah, stress testing. And he's like, yeah, we put the controller in, and usually these things, oh, they can han- handle about you know 20 million hits before they go down. He's like, we've been doing this for over a year, and none of our controllers have gone down yet. And so there's all these cool things about That's the it. wrong <laughs> test. They need to throw it against the wall. And they, made that exact, they made that exact times joke. <laughs> they made that joke. Those videos sound really interesting. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Says but, the guy who wrote a white paper on water physics as I didn't it relates write it, I to read video it. games. I read it. You read it aloud on a video. I did not. <laughs> <laughs> no, that does sound interesting. But so there's <laughs> the water video it's or a, both. <laughs> it's an 18 minute video, and they go into oh, the. Too long. They go, <laughs> you guys are such a difficult audience. Sometimes they go into the controller stuff. They go in and meet the two lead designers of the new Connect, and they go in and they talk to them, and you get a lot more detail and information about That's all cool. that stuff. Does the lead designer look like he hasn't slept for 25 years? Yes. Okay, good. 
Uh, but my favorite part of that little video is when they go into the controller lab and the guy who – he's like this really well-dressed kind of like proper fun little Indian guy. And he's the lead. And he goes and he's talking about, yeah, we tried all kinds of fun things with the That's controller. That's not how he talked. We even tried uh, <laughs> We even tried putting a touch screen on the top of the thing. But then that was a dumb idea because who wants to do this the whole time? What is that in reference to? <laughs> I thought that was pretty funny. The Wii? Wii U. Oh, is it? It wasn't to the PlayStation. <laughs> I know. I was like, there is a touchpad. There's yeah. one other thing I wanted to mention uh, that I can't take credit for. This is um, in Gadget, one of the editor, editors of Gadget had this comment, which is he was really floored that there wasn't a – I guess there's a really common – I can't remember – Weemi or something? Weevy? Something like that that's a uh, – allows you to stream. It's an open source standard that allows you to stream video feeds uh, wirelessly. And he was shocked that there wasn't the ability for the Xbox to stream video just like the Wii U to a device, mainly like let's say the Surface. Surface. Yeah. So you could buy a Surface and you could say, oh, my wife comes in, she wants to watch the show. Yeah. I can still play just like it's the same thing with the Wii U except yeah. tie that into the Surface. They really, he was shocked they really they dropped that. the ball on that. Like that seemed to be something that they were aiming towards with smart glass and stuff. And all they said was – Oh, no, smart glass will be cool. Oh, you can control this with your phone, but no detail. But you'd st- I mean, the, the nice part about the Wii U thing is that it's a full joystick. You, yeah. You, well, yeah. You'd have to, like, put up your Surface and then get your controller. And now, you know. I mean, you have to find a way to, like, connect the yeah, controller to your yeah. whatever. Tape. No, well, the whole idea of the Wii is that it's the consoles doing it the whole time. Right. And, yeah. that's, what, and that's what I'm saying. But, but you, you have a controller on, here, on that. You know, like. If you, you wouldn't want to play Call of Duty on a touchpad. No, I think the what the There's guy was saying is like if, you, if you like just like you had, hey, I'm just going to set my screen up here on this thing and then I'm going to bust out my controller and I'm playing it. What's really happening is I'm That's pinging right. that right. and hitting it back here. Yeah. Um, but one, one last thing that Nintendo did not go silent through all of this. Nintendo did a Nintendo Direct and one of the things they announced, which is pretty cool, is their partnering with Best Buy and over the course of E3 you're going to be able to go to certain Best Buys and play a lot of their unreleased games that they're going to be on the show floor you're going to be able to play those at Best Buy so anybody at like you know specific Best Buys in probably major cities but still pretty neat it's only LA it's only LA it's at the convention center in a booth it's only a Best Buy booth they're setting up at E3 and one last thing is the Ouya booth the, I read that the Ouya booth at E3 is actually going to be in the parking lot. Yeah, I yeah. Did How see hilarious that. is that? I didn't see that. Come on. So that everybody can come experience it. Come on. Uh, so any other impressions, things you want to discuss for the Xbox One? Yeah, Xbox I do a wicked Dome. John Travolta impression. <laughs> um, okay. hey, hey, Sandy, it's me, John Travolta. <laughs> That's fucking horrible. Is that Christopher hey. Walken? Hey. That's some Christopher Walken. Hey, hey, hey. Hey, Mr. Carter. Mr. Carter. Mr. Jason Carter. Oh, jeez. Aren't you doing our sign-offs now? Oh, jeez. All right. This has been Nerdtastic in 3D. I'm John Travolta. Adam McFarlane. Doesn't sound anything anything like like Hey, Mr. Carter, just say your name and let's move on. My name is Jason Carter. (laughs) I'm Josh Lebrotz. Jason Pecco. My name. (laughs) (laughs) Pronounced many different ways. (laughs) (laughs) One way that you could pronounce it if you really wanted to. Sean Fennell. (laughs) And I'm Sean Kearney. And this is your Tastic in 3D. Yay!
Nerd-tastic. 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 In three, two,